What is this? Right now, uh, this is the podcast with Andy Birmingham and Trevor Bennett. The name of the podcast. The name of the podcast is Hot. No, no. What is it? It's Hoot. Yep. Let it play it. So, my name is Andy, and this is Hoot with Andy Birmingham and uh, Trevor Bennett. Uh, <clears throat> today, I will be running solo because oh, last week, Trevor, awesome guy, I love him, came over to record, and we tried to record, oh, we recorded about 45 minutes, and then it crashed. So, Shit, we tried it again, five minutes, and it crashed again. And then we tried it again, and four minutes, it crashed. So, by that time, we had too many beers, so we stopped. Um, we ended up ordering Pizza Hut pizza. Um, not the best pizza. Uh, very gross, sloppy. Uh, <laughs> and Trevor likes pepperoni. Well, he just likes a lot of fucking green olives on his pizza. Uh which is cool. Um, <clears throat> not my cup of tea, but awesome. We ordered that, and we watched a really shitty um, conspiracy theorist. Like It was like top ten on Netflix. Um, it was okay. So, that's why I kind of want to apologize, because we should have had another episode up by now, which we haven't. And really what I'm just doing right now is I'm just testing this shit to see if it works. And if it works, I'll post it. You know, we'll do it solo. Um, won't be as long. Won't be like an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Um, well, I got some things written down we can talk about. And I've got a little treat for everybody here. Very, very excited about that. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll do that. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of just go from there. <clears throat> so, why are we called Hoot? Um, so, we were going to do Birmingham some, some type of revival, and we, iTunes, um, funny thing, if you delete it, your podcast, you can't reuse it. So, the RSS feed is done. You can never use it again. So, um, no podcast, no Birmingham can be brought up. So, I was like, you know, me and Trevor, we're just two dudes. We're having a hoot of a time. So, uh, hoot the podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Um, it's just hoot, H-O-O-O-T. So, H with three O's and then a T. Um, uh, hoot podcast at Twitter. So, H-O-O-O-T podcast at Twitter. And then hoot podcast, gmail.com. Um, we're going to try and get 
couple things going. Um, we're going to have like a, a Dear Donna, which is basically where um, someone who I will not say will remain anonymous, well, we can have you guys write questions to, and they'll pick one and answer for that time. Um, we'll have that coming up to um, my mom. She'll be a guest because she went to some spooky place in Iowa. And um, we'll have other things going on as well. Ah, so, what have, you, what have we been working on? Mm. I'm drinking Grain Belt, by the way, which is delicious. If you don't know about it, it's a perfectly well-blended beer. Go pick you up a pair. And, oh, sorry, a six-pack. And uh, suck on some of those. Uh, what else do I have written down here that we worked on? These are just things I was going to bring up. Uh, let's just see here. Um, Hoot Podcast Recap, which I kind of already did. Um, Axe Murder House. Mom's Vacation, which kind of goes along with it. Food. Um, I just wrote down Government, with an N, with no R. Uh, vacation, because um, Trevor went to Puerto Rico. Um, skateboarding, and then just uh, your body, because um, we're going to learn about your body today. <clears throat> so, um, I'm not going to do government, because that shit's played out, and I'm tired of hearing that shit. Food. Oh, I have not eaten healthy at all this weekend, and I kind of think that leads into your body. Uh, I had Hardee's, I've had Jimmy John's, and I've had Sloppy Sloppy Subway, and uh, I regret all of them. Yeah, just... You regret it right after you eat it, and you're just like, oh, I made a terrible life decision. Kind of lead into your body because I, I noticed that with my, I was talking with my wife, it doesn't matter. I get up, my turn, I fart. No reason, just toots. Probably all the shit I eat. Um, what else? Skateboarding, yeah, I skateboard now. I'm not good at it. Um, yeah, whatever. So, oh, what else? I got a scratch ticket, so we'll see if I've won. My monies, we've got, this is give me five, reveal the five symbol, win prize shown for that symbol, reveal the hand symbol, win double the prize shown for that symbol. Alright, I got this at the local prize chopper. Let's take a look and see what I learned. Um, no, well, there's a four. Um... $100. No. I didn't get there. No. Oh, boys. Guys, I, I didn't win anything. Man. Alright, well, I'm poor still. That sucks. Uh, let's fuck with Trevor. If I text him right now, I'm just gonna ask him what, you know, what he's doing. Let's ask him a rando question. Trevor Bennett. Hey, sexy thing. What are you wearing? Oh, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Fingernail emoji. Dick, uh, eggplant emoji. 
thumbs up emoji. See if he sends anything back. While that's going on. Uh, so, <laughs> today's treat, um, if this works and the podcast keeps recording, I will be reading a chapter from a novel I started to write in 2015 called Cooter's Diner. This is a novel about a mythical truck stop um, where supernatural things happen to that is guarded by a old knight's templar. And I kind of incorporated my friends into this using their names. <laughs> so if you, if you listen to this, um, this is what you'll uh, catch up on. Um, so, and also, if you don't know me, uh, which I only think I have 25 people that re- that listen to this, so you do know me, my grandma, my grammar is fucking terrible, and I'm not gonna change it. I'm just gonna read right off what I wrote down. So let's start. <clears throat> Cooter's Diner by A. Charles Birmingham. And it's got a picture of a old Peterbilt truck, and you can't see this, obviously, but I just tried to show the mic this, so second page, these are the people who I thank, and I just said this is for all you sinners who are winners. Alright. Chapter 1, Load of Oranges. Dwayne Orbison lived a full, Dwayne Orbison lived a life full of regrets and wanted ambition that amounted to nothing. He was a gambling man, and he always gambled on himself. Always ended up losing. That's how he found himself behind the wheel of a big rig, 18-wheeler, 1998 Peterbilt 377. Years worth of bad luck gone worse, bringing him to the life behind a steel thunder horse machine delivering Florida oranges across country on Route I-40 towards Albuquerque. I did Google that. Damn, it's hot out today, rolling down the window the farthest it can go, having the air conditioner break down earlier this morning. Dwayne already in a sour mood from spending $20 on scratch tickets. <laughs> hey, I got you. Oh, that's funny. On scratch tickets he purchased at the last gas station coming up with no winnings. Coming up short again when he really needed a winning ticket so he can afford to pay for his estranged daughter's college tuition. This here at Kirkwood Community College a school located somewhere in Iowa. Sticking his head out farthest, sticking his head the farthest out the window, he could in order for the breeze to cool him down. His stomach started to rumble loudly with empty stomach pains. Man. Mm. Dwayne, an average-looking man from northeast Iowa, needed a steady intake of red meat, uh, reed meat, R-E-A-D meat, uh, should have been bread, So reed meat, an assortment of fried vegetables to keep his farm metabolism in check. Pulling off to an exit, seeing a dilapidated diner on the side of the highway, an old 1950s diner with a rusted front screen door with big front windows facing the parking lot with the big neon green lights that read Cooter's Diner. Pulling up to the faded light blue building backing Sterla, his black painted old semi into a space sitting putting her in part with a loud should have been loud loud with a loud <laughs> rusted creak as he shut Sturla's door and looked up decided whether or not he should bring one of his cheap fiction novels to read while he ate he decided he would find entertainment with the locals 
This shithole better have something decent I can munch on, said Dwayne. <clears throat> Opening the door, Dwayne noticed a barely filled diner, the patrons spread out amongst the area. The room billowed with the smell of greasy food and cigarette smoke. He took a seat at one of the counter stools. Sliding into the seat, resting his 400-pound frame, he gestured with his hand to the Latina waitress working the end of the counter to come over. She was a frail thing, hollowed out eyes and track scars up and down both arms. She looked like she'd seen better days. But behind all makeup and surface wear of years of cocaine use, there was a hint of beauty. She sauntered over to him, not looking up at her notepad. What you want, honey? Her voice had terrible, obvious New Jersey accent. Okay, so I gotta redo that. What do you... New Jersey! Okay. What do you... What do you... uh, What do you want, honey? Her voice had a terrible, obvious New Jersey accent. What was she doing all the way out here? Staring at her too long... He looked up, noticing the uncomfortable silence. Can't cut your tongue, sweetie. I'm just going to use the southern. What do you want? Shaking my, shaking myself away from my thoughts, I apologized and asked for the menu. Exasperated, she put down her notepad. We don't have menus here. We serve only three things. Habanero meatloaf, bacon cheeseburgers, and eggs all come with a side of hash browns. What's good to eat, I asked. Well, it all tastes like fat shit cooked in grease. But I would say the bacon cheeseburgers would hurt your insides the less. Okay, I said. I will have two bacon cheeseburgers. I'm going to take a drink here. Two bacon cheeseburgers with a side of hash browns and a beer. Without writing it down, she nodded, walked to the open counter in the back where the cook was. Bang on her couch, she yelled, Two dead cows on bones with a side of taters, coach! and went back to her spot in the corner to finish her cigarette. Taking in my surroundings, I noticed from the window to the parking lot it looked to be a storm coming soon. Dark clouds rolling in the distance, with the wind blowing up at the sand. God, we could use some rain, a man looking out the window said to himself, sitting in a booth close to me. He was a tall man with spiky dark hair, wearing an old business suit, a tie with wire frame glasses. He was reading an old newspaper with a big brown box next to him labeled Tupperware on sale. <laughs> Looks to be a storm brewing. A real brew, haha, the old man said without looking up from his paper. That must be Tom. Yep. <laughs> looking at the old man, I wondered how he could tell there's a storm coming. Before I could, as I heard a loud laughter coming from the other side of the room, a tall, thin man with a hard jawline, eating a big plate of scrambled eggs, erupted with laughter, spitting half-eaten eggs from his mouth all over the face of the waitress. With egg all over her face, I thought she was going to cold cock him right. Next page. Right in his perfect jawline. But he just sighed and whipped the egg off her face and slowly started to do the same to the man eating the eggs. Hmm. Shaking my head, I thought it'd be best to call... Bodine and check in on her while I ate my food. Bodine was my estranged daughter from a relationship gone from bad to worse. Her mother, Bambi, ended up being a crack-out meth head that turned into a born-again New Age Christian. (laughs) 
trying to shovel that righteous bullshit down my throat during her stick to get clean while having our daughter was the last straw. I moved out, and then she moved in with her boyfriend on the slide that used to peddle that filth to her on the daily. Since they got clean, they found baby Jesus, and I being on the road 75% of the time for work, didn't stand a chance of winning custody rights. Oh, that's terrible. <clears throat> so I ended up becoming a monthly paycheck to Bambi and a random phone call to Bodine. God, I love this. <clears throat> After trying twice to make a call and getting a busy signal, I noticed my Motorola Razor was getting any signal. That's weird. Usually my, fo- my phone has full bars. Putting my phone back into the pocket of my jeans, my stomach started to rumble with the hunger. At the same time, a Goliath man smoking a corncob pipe, wearing sweats and greasy tank top, <clears throat> oop, sorry, with an apron tied around his waist, plopped my plate of food and handed me a cold bottle of beer. The man was huge, standing over seven feet tall, with a barrel chest with thick blonde hair cut short military style. I offered him my, ha- my thanks, and he just responded with a cold stare and a grunted, Welcome taking his pipe out and spitting on the floor walking back to the kitchen. That must be how. Looking down at the plate, the food looked amazing. Two massive bacon cheeseburgers dripping with grease, melted cheese, with a generous serving of crispy hash browns. My stomach rumbled as I ravenously dived into the food. After several carnivorous bites and drinking half the ice-cold beer, the waitress sauntered over giving me a quizzical look. You aren't from around here, are you, mister? She said as she got me another bottle of beer. Wiping the gross off my beard with the collar of my shirt, I looked up at her. Nope, ma'am. I'm from a small town in Iowa. Nashua. Have you heard of it? My name is Cherry, she said, pointing at her name tag on her apron. Well, just didn't want to answer that question again. The name take the name take was upside down the name tag was upside down and read Hello, my name is Cherry. And no, I ain't never heard of Nashua, Iowa. Sounds like another small town shithole like the one you're sitting in right now. What's your name? Cherry asked, not giving me time to reply to her first statement. My name is Dwayne. Dwayne Orbison. Looking... I got a drink. This is funny. Looking around the place as I take another bite of my burger, getting ketchup all over my face. How long have you worked here, Cherry? Too long to care and too short to die here, she stated while taking out another cigarette. Mind if I smoke? Not really caring whether or not the old crow smoked, I shook my head. Not into the back of the kitchen, the man that served my food at the cook, what is his deal? Looking back, Cherry said, oh, coach, don't worry about him. He's a silent old prick that doesn't have a way with words. He used to be something of a local legend back in the 80s when he coached a high school woman's softball team. Took him to state three years in a row when he was a teacher. Then something awful happened. He quit coaching and teaching and put on the apron. Food is good, but the big man doesn't like to talk much. What happened, I asked. I don't know. No one that was around here then brings it up. And every time I ask, he storms off and drinks himself to near death. So I just stop asking. He's a nice employer. No one else would give him a time of day. But he hired me right on the spot. Not wanting to hear about her checkered past. Man, what a fucking dick. <laughs> Shit. Not wanting to hear about her checkered past, I moved the conversation to a safer topic. 
How could you tell I wasn't from around here? Just into the room. Well, Dwayne, everyone you see here, plus coach in the back, are all the regulars. Pointing to an old man in the cheap suit and the box of Tupperware. That's old Tom. <laughs> Pointing her thumb back to a man with a spit ace. That's Chet. Chet here does mostly our carpentry. He's the one that put in all those booths. Chet was supposed to draw up more customers. It was supposed to draw up more customers, but it only gave old Tom a softer seat to sit his old ass in. Not looking up oh, his old paper. Tell old Tom gave her the middle finger. <laughs> I went back to eating my dinner, putting more ketchup on the hash browns as Chet twisted, whistled for Cherry to come over. As I was eating, I noticed a thunder rumble in the background as a storm was approaching. I should really hurry up if I'm going to get back in the road. I have a load of oranges to go to Albuquerque, and I don't want the storm to make me late. I waited for Cherry to ring the bill as I started to pull out my wallet, handing me a bill. Handing me the bill, I rubbed my eyes and did a double take when I saw the amount on the bill. Forty-four dollars? The food was good, but it wasn't that good. Not wanting to argue that the bill might be wrong, I dropped three $20 bills, grabbed my cowboy hat, and started for the door. As I made my way, the man named Chet stood up and pointed out the window. Whistling, he said to the room in a heavy southern accent, Look at there. I took a look as a military Hummer parked next to my Sterla. <laughs> so, that is chapter one of Cooter's Diner. Um, if you liked it, um, I can continue writing, and you know maybe we'll just read this every once in a while. Uh... What else? You know, that's really all I had. Um, I asked, I texted Trevor, and he never responded, so that's sad. Um, you know, uh, this was just more of like a test. Uh, we'll uh, get another one out here next week. Get Trevor sitting in the hot seat, and he can do most of the talking, and we'll get a, get some questions going. Um, if you want to fire a Dear Donna question, um, go to Facebook. You can run it on our wall. Um, you know, you can also send us an email, um, also Twitter, anything you want us to talk about topics, you know, definitely shoot us something. <coughs> we'll definitely love to, you know, work with you on that. And, um, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, you have yourself a good day, guys. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on up. 